Hey guys, <coughs> it's your boy Ian again. Remember, we run this weekly perspective of um, IT from a Jamaican viewpoint. Yeah, man. Um, so it's another week of IT, a Jamaican weekly perspective. But um, I know you guys haven't heard from me in a while. <coughs> so many crazy things have been happening. I did just too many to mention, too numerous to mention, but um, <clears throat> there are going to be a few podcasts before the end of the year. Um, give thanks to everybody who has been listening, though. Uh, we have finally crossed our 4,500 in a mark. We did that today, and um, I thought I would really just love to you know, um, express my appreciation by putting out a podcast today or tonight and um, to give thanks for not only, you know, that milestone, but the fact that the podcast has been up for over two years. Um, it was started in, um, at the end of May in 2020, and it's 2022 and we're still going strong, about two or three covid attacks later and uh, many other things that have happened to me within the last two years yeah um tonight though we're gonna speak firstly on a topic that i think a lot of people have been uh you know just kind of running headlong into the whole idea of windows 11 yeah so we're just going to briefly talk about it it won't be a long long podcast because um most people would have had Windows 10 by now. Oh, before I even go in there, who saw the fact that um, Elon Musk um, debuted his new robot that he wants to mass produce? Um, remember the movie AI? Not saying that the robots are going to get evil now, but the whole idea behind it is that robots are going to become a part of our everyday lives. Um, and I have spoken about this on on on, on several um, in, in in several podcasts previously, where once robots become a part of our lives, then we will see a situation where um, the whole job landscape, as we know, it's going to change, because once those robots become adept to certain heavy lifting jobs or certain jobs with respect, like babysitter job or help a job, gardener job, job at a construction company, any of the mundane tasks that persons, I don't want to be, 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 be cruel now and say, well, you know, um, persons who, you know, their educational standards are not as high, so jobs for them are difficult to get, and hence they will end up in these mundane jobs. They are going to be, they are going to be at, at risk. And part of the problem that I see is that when the technology removes those jobs from them, technology always creates jobs, you know, because no matter what happens, technology will create new jobs. The problem is that um, sometimes the jobs that are created, the persons who are displaced from their original job either don't have the headspace to get retooled for the new opportunity that exists, or they're probably, they're probably just not um, given that new opportunity any at all. So you now have displaced humans um, 
you know, with respect to technology. And that is a risk that we face in our society as technology, as the world of technology trudges forward, yeah? So, but it is what it is. Um, and we, we, I guess we are going to wait to see just how well Mr. Musk uh, delivers on his promise to mass produce robots like that in two to three years time. I think his his whole idea is that a robot is going to be in every household, um, providing some sort of service. Um, but um, let's see. All right. So on to today's podcast, which, as I said to you before, is all about Windows 11. All right. So we know Windows 11 is Microsoft's latest operating system. Most people that have Windows 10. Um, one or two people may have Windows 7. I can't see nobody having Windows um, XP right now. Not saying that it's not there, but um, most people want to have, it's usually want to have the latest. So um, I know I, I, I have seen a machine with Windows 7 on it. Um, most of my machines at work have Windows 10, though. Uh, well, all nearly all of them have Windows 10. We haven't stepped up to Windows 11 because there are some certain software that we use that Windows 11 would not necessarily, well, not that they wouldn't be compatible, but the software vendors have not given us the go-ahead to run um, Windows 11 as a operating system platform and their software on top of it. And you know what happens if you decide to go ahead and not consult them. If there's a problem, um, the shortcut way for the vendors to say, well, Windows 11 calls it, you have to roll it back. Which um, is not necessarily the case, but you can't argue with them because you never ask. You just didn't ask, you just went ahead and did it. Um, so the best thing to do is to reach out to if you're in an office environment, you reach out to all your software um, vendors and find out if their software runs well on Windows 11 before you do the upgrade. If not, keep it at Windows 10. It's already working on Windows 10. Um, you know, I have had, I have some zealous um, co-workers who one told me, but we need to have the latest. I said, well, the latest can give you problems. So leave it at Windows 10, and that's where we're at. But um, just to hear, you know, uh, what's new with Windows 11, and this is what that, this podcast is all about. So in Windows 11, there's new design and interface, which is true. Um, there's Android app integration. There's better virtual desktop support. There's easier transition from monitor to laptop. Um, Microsoft Teams is added to the taskbar. There's something called widgets, and there's enhanced touchscreen voice and pen support for the laptops that use it, or the, or the, the um, tablets that use it, and Xbox tech, so to improve gaming, all right? So let's get right into it. So design and interface. So Windows 11 brings a brand new, more Mac-like, everybody, anybody ever looked at a Mac? Yeah, um, Windows 11 brings that sort of interface to the operating system. It features a clean design with rounded corners and pastel shades. 
the iconic start menu also moves to the center of the screen instead of up the bottom left hand corner and um, along with the taskbar but you can move those back to the left as they are in windows 10 if you prefer all right so that's the design and interface now android app integration so android apps will be coming to windows 11 though not right away but um, it will be coming so um, in the microsoft store via the amazon app store there were a couple of ways to in access android apps on windows 10 though including if you had a samsung galaxy phone but this will make it native so the the, the um the apps will actually be native to windows 11 when once they are they are um they are released right this is something windows users have been waiting for for years and marks another move towards merging of mobile and laptop devices make a lot of sense um, if you ever listen to the podcast that I had on 5G, you understand that mobile communication is making leaps and bounds in terms of speed. And therefore, that um, scenario uh, augurs well for all of the other things that are going to come along with it. The apps, the apps that are going to be built to utilize the whole 5G technology. And this merger makes, makes things even better um and aug as well for the future better virtual desktop support so windows 11 that's the next one so windows 11 will let you set up virtual desktops in a way that's more similar to max um toggling between multiple desktops at once for personal work school or gaming use in windows 10 this was harder to set up and use right so you can set up your virtual desktops and move between um, different environments as it were uh, for whatever you're doing yeah in windows 10 it was hard to do i dare say i don't think it was uh, available in windows 7. so easier transition from monitor to laptop so the new operating system includes features called snap groups and snap layouts Collections of the apps you are using at once that sit in the taskbar and can come up or be minimized at the same time for easier task switching. They also let you plug and unplug from a monitor more easily without losing where your open windows are located, which is excellent. Because sometimes when persons have a situation the monitor is connected to the laptop and of course, you have display one and display two, display two being the monitor. When you unplug the monitor, things get a little weird on the laptop in terms of um, those those windows that you had open on the monitor. When they move back over to the laptop, it gets, it gets a little weird. And um, sometimes, and the Windows 11 seems to clear up all that weirdness in one shot, yeah? So, um, easier transition from monitor to laptop. Microsoft Teams, wonderful. Now, everybody, of course, Microsoft wants to be the person who is pioneering the whole idea of um, the ability to keep your meetings online and, and uh, meeting platforms 
GoToMeeting is one of the one of the GoToMeeting and Zoom are one of the leading meeting platforms that are around. But Microsoft Teams is there as well. And if you have Microsoft Teams integrated into Windows 11, it makes it a lot easier for persons to actually um, continue to use Microsoft Teams or, or start using Microsoft Teams and continue. Because if you have a meeting platform already, you would not need to go to Zoom or go to meeting. But when you don't have one, like if it was a, just a Windows thing and you have to download Windows, Microsoft Teams, just as if you had to download Zoom or, or go to meeting, then the choice is still there. Yeah, it, it, it's not like somebody's a one. One of them is a forerunner because it's on your machine already. So Teams is getting a facelift and will be integrated directly into the Windows 11 taskbar, making it easier to access and a little and a bit more like Apple's FaceTime. You will be able to access Teams from Windows, Mac, Android, or iOS. Wonderful widgets. Now. While they have been around for a while, remember desktop gadgets on the Windows Vista, including a recent Windows 10 update, you can now access widgets directly from the taskbar and personalize them to see whatever you like. So basically widgets will show you the things like, you know, your, the, the time, well not the time, but the, the temperature and where you are and what's happening in other parts of the world and that sort of a thing. Yeah, but you can launch widgets from the taskbar in Windows 11 um, to see at a glance information on weather, news, stocks, or more. Okay. Enhanced touchscreen for and voice and pen support. For tablets, Microsoft has aimed to improve the experience for touch with more space between icons on the taskbar or adding gestures. Windows 11 also adds haptics to your digital pen, so you can hear and feel vibrations as you use it for taking notes or drawing. Finally, the operating system in introduces voice typing and commands across the screen. So basically, Microsoft is aiming to make Windows 11 easier to use on tablets um, than Windows 10. Right. So Xbox tech to improve gaming. So Windows 11 will get certain features found in Xbox consoles like Auto HDR and Direct Storage to improve gaming on your Windows PC. This marks another move towards integrating PCs and Xbox consoles <coughs> for Microsoft. Windows 11 brings some tech additions from the Xbox for better gaming. All right, guys. And that's it for Windows 11. Um, those are the, the additions of Windows 11 or the improvements of Windows 11 over Windows 10. All right. So, um, but as I said too before, to if you are in a, if you are in a private space, you can upgrade your machine to Windows 11, no problem. But if you're in your corporate space, you'll have to make sure that your vendors give you the go-ahead 
before you upgrade from Windows 10 to Windows 11 so that their software works or did they know you you get the way that their software will work on Windows 11 so there'll be no issues that's it I mean for me um, and the reason why I spoke about this in terms of the adversarial scenario is because micro I use Microsoft Great Plains at work and it's Great Plains version um, 16 yeah and we actually reached out to the vendor um, and the vendor reached out to Microsoft and Microsoft said no we have tested GP 16 up to uh, Windows 10 we have not tested it on Windows 11 and so the conversation stopped right there I mean people wanted to try and go around the conversation somehow and, I, and I, I just simply told him, my co-worker, I said, listen, if we do this, I will get in problem. I'm not staying here late nights to try and fix it. Yeah? So let's wait until this. I don't, I, I really don't matter to me what, what other users are saying. We are the IT department and we have to make a decision. And the decision is final for now, where we are not upgrading from Windows 10 to Windows 11 until... We understand that all our software that we use on a daily basis works on Windows 11. Either way, we are going to get ourselves in problems. We do not want that. Yeah? But as as long as you get the go-ahead, nothing wrong with upgrading. All right, guys? So um, it has been another wonderful experience uh, sharing this podcast with you. And I trust that you would have learned something, um, learned something new, all right? So, as we move through, I would just say, one, bid you a wonderful good night. And remember, technology is for all of us. Let's use it wisely. Eh? This is Ian signing out for another week of IT, a Jamaican weekly perspective. Good night.